So let me start with a story with a bit of a meaning and a lesson at the end. So I spent a lot of my time over Christmas in Oxford with my family. Before I left, I headed back to London for a couple of days before my flight out of the country. And on the way back to London, I decided to take a train, as I usually do. It's probably the most efficient and quickest way to get into London. So my train was roughly, I'm going to use arbitrary times here because I can't completely remember, about 2.30, I think my train was. And I I left about 1.15, maybe 1.25 by the time we actually got going. And on the way, there was a little bit of traffic. That traffic didn't seem to be moving. However, I was kind of optimistic about getting there on time. As the time proceeded, it looked increasingly likely as I wasn't going to catch that train. And there was a moment. (laughs) There was a moment. And this isn't the first time this has happened to me either. I looked on Google Maps and it said to get there on foot, it will take you about 17 or 18 minutes. I looked back on this after when I was retelling this story and it was about 0.8 miles away. And I was about 12 minutes away from catching my train, if not 11. So I decided to take that wild dash. Not only did I decide to take that wild dash when Google said it would take me 17 minutes walking, I also had a 25 kilo suitcase, probably a 10 to 15 kilo backpack, and a little bag full of groceries, including a bottle of wine that hit the floor a lot of the times. And I just dashed to that train station. I just ran as fast as I could. My laces came undone at certain points. And although it wasn't super far, it probably would have been quite a task to do that, which is a backpack on my back, but to have a rolling suitcase and a bag of groceries and it being quite heavy as well, it was pretty challenging. And I was running, I was running, I was running. I set a quick timer on my phone to alert me when it was five minutes away from making it. So I'm getting closer to that train session my heart is beating out of my chest the muscles at the front of my legs are cramping up I'm feeling like I'm in the worst CrossFit class I've ever been to and I finally get to the crossing and it's like two and a half three minutes to go and I make my way across that crossing I run up the ramp into the station I scan my QR code I see the train I ask the guy is this the one to London he's like yes and I get on and I dump my bags down and I am sweating profusely I am out of breath my chest genuinely hurts and I made it And all I could think of when I was running was that if I do all of this training, if I've trained myself for the last 10 or 12 or however many years I've been doing this, and I can't make it to a train on time when I need to, when I need to rely on my fitness, I really have to rethink what I'm doing. And I've really got to make sure that I start doing more cardio and more intense stuff like this. Of course, I made it, but that did get me thinking, maybe I do need more practical application to my training. Throughout my early years, especially, I was heavily focused on aesthetics. And I've spoke about this at length before. It only mattered to me how I was looking. I wasn't particularly fussed about health improvement or getting strong. I was very young, but all I cared about was the aesthetics. And now what I've come to to realize and what I want to implement more of is that 
I want my training and the work I do in the gym to have as much of a practical application in my life as possible. And it really got me thinking about how other people who might just be doing machine-based exercises, following that bodybuilding routine just because they don't know what else to do, and how that might not be having as much of a practical application in their life as they might want it to. Yes, it might improve the way they look, and yes, it might drop some weight, which will help in those you know physical day-to-day things they might be doing, but I really think it's worth considering what type of practical impact your training has on your lifestyle. What if you needed to catch that train? What if the lifts in the tube weren't working and you had to travel up 128 stairs? What would happen if you needed to climb over a fence, for example? Would you be able to do it? Is your training setting you up that if you needed to do that, you would be equipped to do so? I think it's really worth thinking about. And I don't think it should change the complete trajectory of where you want to go with your training, but I definitely think it creates a solid argument as to why we should integrate as many different forms of training into our protocol as possible. So I hope that gives you some food for thought, team. I hope you enjoyed my highly descriptive story, and I hope you're rooting for me to reach that train on time. Take care, and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.